Back in the glorious 50s and 60s, some amazing designs came out. The automotive world was expanding and giving us some amazing designs that to this day, we still love. And into the 70s and 80s, we even saw that more. New cars, new products, things that captured our imaginations and stayed with us forever. But unfortunately, not all those models would stay with us forever, as some of those models would slowly die out. Or, in some instances, they would evolve into something new. Today, we see some of these old products coming anew. Coming back from either different companies or the same company with a different name. We all know where they came from, and we all know that it's become the evolution of a new automotive industry. And just like movies, the designers of today can't see far enough into the future to make newer designs. So they're looking to the past and making the past anew. And that's what we're going to be checking out this week on the Autolux podcast, Rebirth Vehicles. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our host site, podbeam.com, and our main website, which has corporate links to every major automaker from around the world, big or small, we have them all, autolux.net. And while there, check out our many, many other podcasts and rated vehicles, even check out our own rated page to tell the automobile industry what you think about their designs. Now, as we said before, this week we're taking a look at Rebirth vehicles. And as we've looked back in two of our previous podcasts, one about Hyundai and where they became, their luxury rise, and the Honda Civic Evolution. Yes, they are evolved vehicles. Some past favorites and some past vehicles are now coming back these days. We've all seen the rise of the new Honda E, but take a look at it and compare it to a 1975 Honda Civic. They're fairly similar. The Honda E isn't going to take over for the Civic. Perhaps it may in the future when electric and hydrogen fuel sources take over for internal combustion engines. But for now, it is the Honda E. It is going to sit in that subcompact feature where the Honda Civic once sat. But Honda is not the only company doing this. Some companies are bringing back designs from older vehicles. They're not even the same company. Take a look at a 1958 BMW Isetta. Now, do you think in a world today, BMW can release the Isetta? Considering the fact that they sell flagship vehicles that are well over $100,000. Do you think their company could survive building something like the Isetta? No, it cannot. BMW even knows this. So they have given the rights to the Isetta layout to both Artega and Microlino. Both companies working in collaboration with each other to build their own products. Now, if you've seen the Artega Caro, it is essentially an exact replica of the 50 style BMW Isetta. The Microlino car isn't exactly the same as the Isetta, but the similarities are uncanny. You can tell from its outline where this vehicle is going. Artega decided to keep with the previous designs where Microlino decided to bring the design into the future. Sound familiar? Sound like Honda did with the E. They brought the Civic from the 70s into the future. Now, like we said at the beginning of this, the automobile industry is in the same situation that movies are. I don't know if you've all noticed the movie scene and how so many rehash and redone versions of movies are coming out. It's like the generation, my generation, doesn't have an imagination. We spent too much time plugged into televisions, playing video games, and not getting outside and having fun 
fun in the world that our imaginations have dissipated. And with that, instead of trying to come up with brand new automotive ideas, they're just rehashing old ones. We are now on to the third generation of Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was amazing as Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was a pretty boy. And that's not Spider-Man. The newest version is kind of going the right way. Now I get it. They all want all their Marvel movies to go along with each other now. So they want to go to all the characters to sign deals to be able to be placed in like every single genre of the Marvel Universe. Where Tobey Maguire was never in there. There's a possibility maybe with the Spider-Man Universe one. But getting back to automobiles, this is happening. Where old ideas are becoming new again. Chrysler was one of the companies that pushed this fad off in the late 90s. Bringing back the iconic... 300 name. We all know the 300 was one of the biggest cars that Chrysler had in the 50s and early 60s. It was a nameplate synonymous with Chrysler, similar to that of the town and country. Unfortunately, the town and country name has been lost on my generation due to the, its tie-up with the minivan. The original town and countries were woody convertibles. Now, Chrysler decided to bring back the 300 in the 300M. It had similar appeal with the name and lights, but nothing much else. Everything else was all new about it, bringing back nostalgia. Then they brought in the Plymouth Prowler, bringing back hot rods from the 1940s to the generation of today. Unfortunately, they only slapped a V6 in it, where most of the old hot rods had V8s. And that's what people wanted, and that's why the car failed. But Chrysler decided to try it out one more time with the PT Cruiser. A success in its own part, it became like the Pontiac Aztec. You either loved it or hated it. It brought back the old panel designs for a new generation. But unfortunately, things like this become fads, similar to the reintroduction of the Volkswagen New Beetle. It eventually became a fad and sadly we watched the last Beetle roll off the production line. But the Beetle may not be lost. It could be saved. Where today Volkswagen is pushing to an electrified future with their ID3 hatchback. But take a look at its design. Familiar to you? Does it look kind of reminiscent of the late 2000s Volkswagen Golfs? Take a look at the VW ID3 for 2021 and then look at it next to a 2008 Volkswagen GTI. Similar appeal. Wide stance, a bubbly feeling, and it gives that V-dub appeal. But why didn't they call it the Golf? Why did Volkswagen call it the ID3? Well, we're moving into the future. They're the rebirth vehicles. It's bringing back the nostalgia of the previous Golf for the future, while not decimating the Golf in its tracks today. Instead of making a fully electrified version of the Volkswagen Golf, they decided to bring the ID3 into the world, similar to Honda and the Honda E. They brought it out to bring back the past into the future, where if the future fails, the name doesn't go with it. Where Chevrolet cancelled the Cavalier name in North America as the ailing J-bodies were moving into the Cruze and Cobalt. We all know that the Cobalt was essentially the last generation of the Chevy Cavaliers here. But then they moved into the Cruze. They tried to get away from the old Cavalier name. Where the Cruze was essentially just a new version of the early 90s Cavalier. The rebirth vehicles. Companies do this. They rehash and recreate vehicles from their past. Chrysler was famous for doing this. When they finally got rid of their bubble designs from their caravans in the early 2000s and went into that square box appeal, it brought back the nostalgia and the original appeal of the original caravans. It looks like the first and second generation and the bubble one, two generations of the bubbles, don't belong there and then you get the early 2000s and the fifth generation. But now we have the Pacifica which kind of goes more bubbly into the 90s and the third generation. See how we're flip-flopping? They're bringing back the old designs. Hyundai is now doing this with their new iconic 5. They're bringing back the nostalgia and the appeal of the original Hyundai Pony, the car that essentially launched Hyundai in North America. Now that really wasn't a nostalgia product, that was a throwaway car. When your warranty ran out, 
Like, run to the hills. Get rid of the thing because they were junkers. Similar to Chrysler's K-Car that saved them. They were junk vehicles. You bought them. You ran them to the end of their useful life, which was the end of their warranty. And then you dropped them. You dropped it like it's hot. Because seriously, those products were failures. But people are looking back at Hyundai. Because now people look at Hyundais as quality products. And they see their past vehicles. Similar to Kia. Nobody looks back at the first generation Kia Rio now as an amazing product. But given another decade, when Kia is bigger, Kia is more well-known and in the hearts of many more people and people will start looking back to their original vehicles. You want a nostalgia appeal? Look back at the Supra. The 2000 GT was the original one and the new Supra brings back that design for the 21st century. But like we said, it's not every major automaker who is bringing these products back. Jaguar brought back the nostalgia appeal of their original E-Type with the new F-Type, but unfortunately, it didn't live up to all of its hype. For an actual design that's more similar to the original Jaguar E-Type, you have to go to another British mark called Lionheart. They had the Lionheart K, which came in Roadster and Convertible. These products were more in line with the original Jaguar E-Type, but knowing that Jaguar was bringing the F-Type back, they decided to go into the K name. The F-Type kind of gives you the image of the original E-Type, but in a way it doesn't. Now Hummer and General Motors is trying to rebring this back. They're trying to dive into the Rebirth products with bringing back both the Hummer name and the Hummer outline to the General Motors platform. GMC is bringing in new electrified versions as Hummer products. We all remember they were big, they were brute, they went all off-road, but General Motors is making them electrified this time. The one thing synonymous with Hummer, Hummer was known to be gas-guzzling pigs, and that's why they drowned out in the 2000s and during the financial crisis because of their gas guzzling appeal. They were one of the quickest companies that people ran from when the economic crisis hit and gas prices jumped. Today, they're moving into an electrified version. General Motors hopes to push this through and hopes that Hummer will become more successful than it once was. Now, a lot of companies are diving into this. Like we said, BMW can't bring back the original image of the Isetta because the car would be considered too cheap for its product line today. It doesn't flow with brand new BMW products. So, Artega and Microlino are jumping into it. But you also get companies like Hackney Carriage, who used to build black cabs. Now a company is called London Electric Vehicles, L-E-V-C, owned by Geely, bringing back the new product. But this is due to the fact that they bought out the rights to the original companies and the original designs, similar to Ineos, how Ineos brought back the Defender. Ineos went out of their way to buy tooling, designs, and copyrights for the original Land Rover Defender layout in both two-door and four-door models. Now, sometimes companies need to update their products, and Land Rover needed to update the Defender for a new generation. They needed new safety features, they needed new gas consumption, they needed a new vehicle. It's nearly 50 years, you gotta update eventually. And even though their body style was somewhat updated in the late 80s, early 90s, it was still falling back on the original design. But they were still selling. But being a big car company, they need to change and expand with the future and they weren't getting the sales volume that they needed to off the Defender platform. And by updating it, they knew they could make more money. So they sold off everything from the original Defender. And a little company called Ineos, well, not little, they're big in finances, bought them out. You've probably seen Ineos as one of the title sponsors on Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes. It's right on the back. They bought out all this. They even made their own logo for the Granada. It's going to be an exact, well, near exact replica of the Land Rover Defender. They took the design and updated it slightly for a new generation. And they're going to build them in limited quantities. They 
they saw a market for these things on a limited scale where major car corporations don't see products like this on a massive scale they they need to make money so products that only sell a few thousand aren't bringing in the big bucks for them and cost them too much money in research and development so they leave that to the smaller companies kind of like how ac now has a replica made by knight an automotive importer now builds his own vehicle called the knight vision r it's a replica of the cobra but when you work in collaboration you can do things like that Ineos bought all the designs and tooling from land rover to make the new defender they're not allowed to use the same grill and they have to change some bits of it so people don't think it's an exact land rover kind of like how jeep has gone after mahindra for the use of the Jeep-inspired grill in the front of their vehicles. Surprise, Toyota hasn't gone after them for the FJ-inspired grills that they used after Chrysler sued them, but that's a different story. So some people, some companies want to bring back the nostalgia of the past. Lordstown is one of those companies. Lordstown bought out General Motors' old Lordstown manufacturing site. So they named it after the town and the manufacturing site that they're building their truck in. So the Lordstown Endurance pickup truck. Now take a look at that truck up against an early 90s Chevrolet 1500 Silverado. Similar. Similar appeal, boxiness, wraparound lights, and simplistic design. It's all there. Funny how they bought their plant and are now going to build a vehicle that has inspiration from the company who owned the plant. They're not exact replicas. They are not copycats. They used inspiration from the past to bring back the past. More of a rebirth product. Now there is a difference between rebirth and copycats. Go to China and you'll see copycats. You see Aura and their Volkswagen version of the original Beetle as a four-door. That is an exact replica. Sure, it's the Beetle brought into modern times, which you might consider a rebirth but volkswagen didn't allow it see these companies allowed it volkswagen gave their blessing to electric brands for their e-bussy even though its appeal is very similar to the original microbus volkswagen gave them the rights to utilize that they wanted to bring it back but volkswagen again with the new id3 is utilizing that platform for a new style microbus and they're going to bring back the name so electric brands then will have to push their product a little bit more to separate themselves from volkswagen and bring back the previous image of the microbus and not fight for the new image then with rebirth vehicles we get into the last segment the last segment are designs that aren't owned by copyrights they are too old into the past that the original holders are gone and the copyrights are gone so you can utilize that wevc an electric car manufacturer is now building what they call a sports coupe their electric sports coupe is very reminiscent of the original 1957 Porsche 356s. It's uncanny, but since Porsche never trademarked that personal image, Wevac can go after it. If you want to know where one of the best rebirth builders comes from, or as we should call them, Icon rebuilders comes from, look at the company Icon with their little lizard. Icon has become famous for building old style vehicles on new platforms. They have power wagons, Broncos, FJ Cruisers, they do amazing stuff. They bring back the old products for new. Now, they're not cheap. So if they're not cheap, not everyone can afford them, which is another thing that companies from the past are willing to let new companies do. They're willing to let Icon build an FJ Cruiser. One, they don't name it the FJ Cruiser, even though it looks exactly the same. And two, they're not even built on the same platform. The exterior styling is same as the old one, but it's bringing new life to old products. Even though you spent $160,000 on your Dodge Power Wagon rebuild from Icon, doesn't mean you're ever going to get that much money back out of it. An original one from Dodge would yield you more profit. Similar to how David Brown Automotive, named after one of the original CEOs of Aston Martin, their new company brought out the Speedback. 
which is very similar to the Aston Martin DB5. They wanted to bring back an old image for the new. Aston Martin doesn't want to bring it back, but Aston Martin gave them the green light and said, yes, if you want to do it, fine, but make it so you can tell that it's not our product. And that's what companies are doing. Rebirth companies and rebirth products. They want to bring back the old for the new. There's a lot of money to be made in past products. And if auctions like RM Auctions and Barrett Jackson are any proof to us, original classic cars are worth a lot of money and original outlines are worth even more. Where a company like De Tommaso can reinvent themselves for the future with a design from the past. Or where brand new companies entering the electric marketplace can utilize old products to get a foothold like microlino or existing companies can bring back that original nostalgia appeal of their original products for a futuristic world the honda e the hyundai iconic so rebirth vehicles aren't essentially a copycat yes people are copying text from the past which is something that we don't like on autolux we don't rate on that and we'll slap you in the copycat you get dinged on it because we want to see products for the future like the bmw i8 that showed us the future was out there but even though its design still carried some resemblance to the original BMW M8, it had enough edges to change our appeal. The Apollo IE is one of those. It shows us where we're going, not where we came from. And like Lamborghini said, yes, there's money to be made in the past, but we want to keep moving forward. And that's the reason why the Lamborghini Miura concept was never made. It was never even made through their specialty vehicle operations. They don't want to live in the past. They always want to live in the future. Are rebirth vehicles ever going anywhere? No, they will be around for a long time. The automobile industry has a lot of past favorites that can be brought back into new light. Similar to the music industry and the movie industry, old school products can be brought back. How many songs these days on the radio from pop artists are hits from the 80s and 90s now? How many movies do you watch now? rehashes of movies from the 80s and 90s. Lots are. And that is where we're going. And that is the one thing that Autolook strives to stop. Are rebirth vehicles going to be here for a while? Yes, they will be. Car companies and small new companies are going to utilize them to make money to make a name for themselves. How many people around the world can tell me who Landwin is? And because of their copycatting of the Evoc, we all know who they are now. They got their name in. And companies like Ortega and Microlino are going to utilize the benefit of past products for their future. They will always have a place in the automobile industry. No matter how much we dislike it, they're going to be there. And car companies are even going to do it with their own brands bringing back the past to create a new the future may not look as bright as we once thought but with new power sources and features it could still change for the better so for myself mr everett j and the whole autolux.net website we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast this week and if you do like it please share comment or like it on one of our many social feeds and spread it amongst you friends and your family and tell them about autolux.net and what we have to offer the world of the automobile industry big or small we have them all corporate links websites from around the world from corporate sites to aftermarket to even automotive parts they're on our site our end of the year ratings are one of the best in the world as we rate well over 500 vehicles every single year to bring you every year's top automotive design with our a plus award and while on this site take a stop off on the home links drop down rate some vehicles read some books with your kids or even watch some music videos about cars to help inspire the world of tomorrow so we don't have to rebirth the old for myself Everett J, I would like to ask you to strap yourself in for this one fun partially wild ride as rebirth vehicles bring to light the past Thank you.